goal is within arm's reach and you fall. And sometimes you fall and fall again and you get back up. And, and I think that's such a powerful metaphor for just what we go through in life. No matter how many times you get knocked down, keep climbing. Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Sparkle Beat Podcast. I am super stoked to chat with one of the coolest people I know today. She also happens to be one of my best friends, so I am a little biased, but once you hear her story, I think you'll definitely agree. Her name is Rebecca Bowman, and she is the founder of Grounding Climbs. Her story about finding her sparkle is so powerful and unique, I think you're going to be blown away. Keep in mind, she is calling from the mountains of Colorado, so bear with us with any sound and lag issues. And trust me, her message is loud and clear. Hope y'all enjoy. Thank you for taking the time. (laughs) Uh, I just really wanted you, the first person to uh, be on the podcast, because what you're doing right now is goals for so many people living off the grid and doing everything you're doing. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your life and what's going on. Yeah, thank you. I'm so honored. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I, I am happy to talk about, talk about it all. So uh, tell us a little bit about Grounding Climbs and what you're doing out in Colorado. Yeah, so Grounding Climbs came to be almost two years ago, which blows my mind. I, I don't know where time has gone, but it actually started out as this very simple idea as I started to notice similarities between climbing and my background in yoga and meditation and the overall mind-body connection. And that was really powerful for me. But looking back, it's kind of funny. I feel like my higher self or and or the universe was probably laughing and thinking, oh, that's a cute idea, but this is going to be something so much bigger and more profound, um, hopefully for a lot of people. But especially, it was especially for me. And it basically transcended into movement for the purpose of growing and healing. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what you're going through, no matter who you are, your background, life is hard. I don't think any of us are exempt from it. And I believe that movement and starting with our bodies is really key to navigating the ups and downs and, and just getting through whatever that it is, is that you're so trying powerful. to get through. And uh, for those of you that know Rebecca or don't know Rebecca, like when you first told me that you were getting into climbing, all I could think of was like free solo because that's all I know of climbing <laughs> is that documentary. And you're like an itty bitty little thing. What are you? Five, three, five, what? Five zero, like you are the, five, the tiniest five little zero, nugget, and I imagine your little body on these like giant rocks, and I'm like, oh my god, no, it's so scary to me as as one of your best friends. But the way you talk about climbing, it's like it's it's a part of you. It's it's so inspiring whenever I hear you speak because I know that has that's ignited your sparkle, no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel really, really grateful because I have climbing as a tool. And it's it's funny because when Grounding Climbs first came to me, um, like I said, August 2018, 
that was right before my entire life as I knew it was about to fall apart. And climbing, I feel like is a big part of what saved my life. It, it helped me to get through those really dark, scary moments. I, I had a husband, he was my best friend. I, I thought the world of him and he left suddenly. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. And we've been, a lot of us have been through divorce or hard breakups and you feel like you don't want to go on. And sometimes we don't even feel worthy enough to, and, and that's such a hard, hard place. But I was so grateful to have climbing because it got me through those moments. And I realized, oh my gosh, there's something so much bigger than me here. And, and to be able to have that connection to it, I just feel like is a blessing. Um, you know, I don't know where it's going to take me, but it's already yeah, it's, done that's such amazing. big things in and my I life. I love how you talk about the yeah. because Sparkle Beat, we're really all about mental health and learning and, and glowing and growing. And um, I think you're so open about mental health and you're willing to speak about it. And I, I just find that to be so important. And I really am happy that the stigma around mental health is, is slowly being removed. I think there's still some work to do, but um, people are more welcoming to the idea of therapy and talking about not being great. And especially with everything that's gone on with the lockdowns and uh, the social unrest, there is, I mean, these waves of depression that people are feeling and it's okay to talk about it. And it, it should be okay to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I feel really lucky because it wasn't like that for our parents. It was something that was really taboo and looked down upon. And I have family that struggled with huge mental health issues. And I, we have so much more access to resources. We're not alone, but it, it is, it's, it, and it's become really transparent in 2020 because first we were forced to be still and we were quote unquote stuck in our homes, aka our own bodies. And now we have this huge, like you said, social unrest going on that has been ignored for too long and we're called to do the really hard work. I believe the really, really hard work is actually Absolutely. going inward. Yeah. And and it sometimes for feels sure. grueling. Yeah. It's it's just and again I we I have it so much better than most people, but at the end of the day we're humans and it it's hard. It's it's really hard. So to be able to tap into movement and what our bodies have to offer us can just be, it, it can make the difference of transformation Absolutely. And, and just being stuck and in the same it's, place. It's so important that we do connect our mind and bodies together. And you're such an advocate for that. And I know that's what you want to do with a lot of your grounding climbs classes that, and I saw on your website that it's a coming soon. So what's your vision for that? Oh man, I have so many lofty goals for grounding climbs and it's really exciting, but I'm also really okay with whatever direction it takes, but I would love to see this grow. I would love to eventually have a team. I would love to just have a space for people to talk about mental wellness and how we use our bodies and movement to navigate it better. Uh, the classes themselves would be a mix of in the works for a couple of years. And of course, when I was ready to get going with it, COVID happened and I really can't complain. Hopefully we'll get back to a new normal and I'll be able to connect with Amazing. local rock So gyms like and, I told you, I've, I've done 
a rock climbing mall here in Hawaii one time and it was a blast. I loved it. Um, but pretty much all I know about climbing is like free solo. <laughs> so you say, <laughs> yeah. So like I have this very extreme view of it. Um, <laughs> and you said something about the lessons that you learn on the mat and taking it to life. So give me an example of something like, cause just as for a novice, I have no idea about climbing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll start with first that I personally don't do any free soloing. So everything I do is on a rope. Very, very safe. I, I honestly don't really advocate for, for, I think it's incredible what people like, well, specifically Alex Honnell did and does. It's, it's a totally different world. I, I do it very safely with ropes and a a partner. Um, But but some really great things that climbing brought to my awareness is it, it's a forced presence. That's the best way I can describe it. You're on the wall. You have to be very intentional with your movement. You have to slow down. You have to breathe. Sometimes your goal is within arm's reach and you fall. And sometimes you fall and fall again and you get back up. And, and I think that's such a powerful metaphor for just what we go through in life no matter how many times you get knocked down, keep climbing. Climb your own walls, climb your partner's walls, climb your community's walls. Walls are meant for climbing. And, and there's just so much power there that, that at least I feel connected to. Amazing. And I just want to share that. That's just so cool. People. And when you speak about it, I can always hear your passion. And I know that that's your truth that you're living. So I'm super happy for you. Oh, thank you. It's, it's exciting. And it's, it's funny (laughs) to be 33 and a half, dear Lord, um, (laughs) to be 33 and a half and pursuing a career in climbing, because just a little backstory, most climbers started when they were kids. I mean, it's the same with really any sport. And I'm going for it. Uh, I haven't been climbing that long. I really, you could say have the odds against me. But I think there's a lot of power in going after what you're called to do despite your age, despite what you've been through. And I hope in doing this that I inspire other people who think that they just have to do whatever it is because we're told to, that they can break through that and, and go after their dreams, even if even if you're just starting out at whatever age it is, 40, 50, I don't care. I love I that you just mentioned that. Need more what of that. were the kind of mental barriers that you had to break through to actually take the action and go for this because you're literally living in a van in the mountains and that is like definition of off the grid and a lot of us (laughs) oh that's goals I just want to live off the grid and live simply and all of this but most of us do not have the guts to actually do it so you're so brave in that sense and that's why you're so inspiring but what were the the mental hurdles that you had to get over to actually take this leap of faith You know, it's, I have to probably attribute it most of it to my divorce because for me, that was the lowest point of my life when my husband left. I had tied my self worth completely in my marriage and my career at the time, which was in PR and communications. And when that all fell apart, I felt like I had nothing. I felt like I was nothing. And there's this really funny saying that I actually heard from a horror film, but it says, when you're a loser, you have nothing to lose. And so when I hit that low point, I was like, well, 
I've lost everything I hadn't really, but I felt like I had lost everything except for this huge passion for grounding climbs and climbing. And I thought, why not? What, what else do I have to lose? And I'm really thankful for that because it's hard. It's hard to not care what people think about you. I, there are times I go to the gym or I go climbing and just like in any industry or sport, you have elitists. And I, I've seen people look at me like, what is this girl doing? And it's actually sort of liberating and empowering when you take that negative self-talk and you let it fuel you. And I, I love to prove haters wrong. <laughs> so I think that that was mainly it, though, is just when, unfortunately, a lot of us don't make change until we hit our rock bottom. And that was definitely the case for me. But thank God that that I at least had support and family and friends like you and love to break through it. And, That's and then such go after an inspiration that really to say to that using the haters for you and you're like the definition of that Shakespeare quote that she's little but she's fierce because people don't want to mess with you. You definitely have an energy <laughs> you that uh, you're, you're unstoppable. When you want to do something, you do it and you're proving it right now. So I really think a lot of people are going to be inspired by that. It's not easy. It is not easy to turn the judgment away and just go forward in the direction that you need. And you're doing that. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, and you're right. It's God, it's not easy. I had so many people tell me, you know, Oh, you see me like you're doing great this and that. And we, it's because we don't really share those scary, vulnerable moments. I had moments where I didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to exist. I think most of us have hit those points in our life. And if I, I think though, the very first step in self-care is not caring what people think about you. And it's so hard. It's, I still struggle with it constantly, but at the end of the day, it's so Absolutely. much more rewarding and your life. Tell me a little bit more so about your more van fulfilling. life and living simply. Yeah. Oh, the van's so great. It's funny because I think understandably a lot of people see this on social media or in movies and they're like, I want to do that myself included, but you only see the pretty, the pretty parts of it. Um, I will say I just hit a month of being in my van and it, for me, it has been a really great fit, but like you said, there, there are challenges. There are funny things that I think we don't think about when we stand for this, like, where are you going to pee and poop all the time? <laughs> or where, <laughs> yeah, it's a small space. It's, I, I have a partner with me. Um, I'm grateful for that. I, it also was a struggle for me because initially I was going to do this alone, but it, it is better having someone here. I feel safer, but that presents a whole nother side of challenges, sharing a small space with somebody, um, making sure you're taking enough space for yourself. But overall it's, it's been fantastic for me. I think one of my favorite days was I had climbed pretty hard for a few hours and then I took a shower in my shower seat on the side of a mountain and it just doesn't get old for me. Again, I'm only a month in, but I, I feel as much home here as I did back when I owned a home with my ex-husband. It, it, it's been a very yes, good fit. Definitely. I was just going to ask about showering and going to the bathroom. What's that situation like? And well, let me, let me uh, paint the picture. 
on your website and I on your Instagram, <laughs> you can see, I mean, it's a tricked out van. It is very gorgeous. What was the company that did it? Pat. Yeah, they did an amazing job, but still, it is. Pata Vans are super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely heated incredible. Um, We have a shower seat, so that's really cool because it serves as a seat to sit at at the table during the day. When you're ready, uh, you remove the (laughs) lid and... I can fit in it entirely and it's kind of a <laughs> it's still a tricky situation because you don't want to get basically your bed in your kitchen soaked. So it's it's kind of a a tricky funny experience, but it works great. We actually were supposed to have a compostable toilet, but uh for some reason there was a miscommunication. We don't have one yet eventually. I hope to have one uh because a lot of times now I'm just peeing and pooping in the woods and I will say I'm doing it as economically friendly as possible. Yes. But um, yeah, you have to be willing to sort of just go to the bathroom anyway. <laughs> and that's something that a lot of people What has been the biggest with. struggle of this living off the grid life? You know, I think for me, the biggest struggle was for the first time in two years, my life slowed down. And that was something that was so, so necessary. And it was something I had thought about a lot, but when you finally slow down and you are a bit more still, things come up. So for, for a, on a personal level, my grief was pretty present for a while. I, and, you know, who, who knows how long it will be. I, I had a lot of loss in the last two years. But I think what I was going through in the last month of van life is what most people were going through during our lockdowns because of coronavirus. And that was just having to be still and having to face ourselves, which, like I said earlier, I think that is the hardest work that we as individuals have to do. So it's it's been a, a blessing because these things need to come up. I need to confront them. Yeah, but it's hard. Back to that like, mental shoot. health awareness <laughs> and making sure you're utilizing your tools and being kind to yourself, but also doing everything that you need to do, like climbing, yoga, meditation, everything that you're doing to to be better and get through it. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. because we all deserve that. Well, thank that. you so much yeah. for uh, driving down the mountain a little bit <laughs> and getting into a car to get some reception. I think you went out a couple of times, but overall, <laughs> we, we got everything. And I just want to ask you one ending question that I'm going to ask at the end of every podcast, something that everyone can take away a little tidbit. Uh, what's the one thing you are doing today to make your life brighter? I, I know I touched on this earlier, but, uh, but for me again, it's, it's going after what I feel called to do. And my biggest hope and, and desire for every human on this planet is to do that. Whatever is lighting you up inside as much of a cliche as it sounds do it because that's what we need that that's what we need more of in this world. And, and so for me, it's despite the age, despite the level of climbing I'm at, I'm going for it, just going for it all in.
Thank you so much to Rebecca for taking the time to find some Wi-Fi to talk today. Again, I apologize for any of the sound or lagging issues, kind of part of the deal when you got a couple thousand miles and an ocean between the two of you. So we made it through. You can follow Rebecca on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Lynn B or check out her website, groundingclimbs.com. Be on the lookout for that one. She's going to be doing some amazing things. Some big takeaways from today are the importance of the mind-body connection and finding that one thing that makes you feel alive even in your darkest times. For Rebecca, that was climbing, and getting into climbing really helped her discover her sparkle. Another big takeaway is the importance of mental health. If you ever feel in a place, like Rebecca said, where you don't want to exist anymore, know that you are not alone and there is support out there. It's now reported that up to 25% of women and up to 12% of men will experience a depressive episode at least once in their lives. That is huge. There are so many resources out there to support you. And if it's not a friend or a family member, check out mentalhealth.gov for more information. You are never alone. And just like that, life is brighter.